Let's talk about net realizable value and inventory write downs. Uh, to, to best explain this, I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, so here we go. Uh, you are the owner manager of a business which buys and sells e-bikes. And then uh, it's getting towards the end of the reporting period and you're looking at a group of 10 e-bikes in the corner which have been there for a while and technologies move very quickly in this industry. So those 10 bikes are now obsolete. The people don't want them anymore because technology has grown so quickly and moved so quickly that most customers think that they're old-fashioned and they're now obsolete. Those bikes cost you, uh, some time ago, $1,000 each, and you normally sell them for $3,000. But because of the change in technology, because of the obsolescence, you think that you can probably only sell them, and this is a guess, for about $750 each, and it will cost around about $50 per bike for some special advertising, for some promotions, for a change the website to give some sort of special attention to these bikes that you want to uh, get rid of. Uh, so we come up to this concept of net realizable value. And that is the estimated selling price of the bike, which in this case is $750 and we always exclude GST, less any expenses associated with trying to sell those, uh, that, that inventory, such as advertising or promotion or distribution or marketing. And we've come up with this figure of $50 per bike. So $750, the selling price, estimated selling price, less the estimated cost to sell it, to get rid of it, to promote it, $50 gives you a net figure of $700. That's the net realizable value it's a guess it's what you think you'll get for the bikes when you sell them in the future and that $700 is less than the original cost price of $1,000 so you bought them for $1,000 that was the cost price and now because of obsolescence because of a change in technology you think you're going to only net about $700 on those same bikes that means you're going to lose $300 per bike that is called an inventory write-down. The cost price was $1,000, and the NRV is less than that, $700. So $300 per bike is the inventory write-down, the reduction in the value of the inventory. And because there's 10 bikes, we multiply 10 by that $300, and we get $3,000. So on the 10 bikes sitting over there in the corner that nobody wants anymore, we've got a total inventory write-down of uh, $3,000 made up of 10 bikes at $300 per bike. Inventory write-down. That is an expense. Uh, it's a reduction in the value of the asset inventory, which leads to a you know, reduction known as equity. So it meets the definition of an expense. Um, so we have to record this in the record. So how do we do that? you would first of all go to the uh, general journal and you would uh, put the date, which is normally the last day of the reporting period, debit a new account called inventory write-down, inventory write-down, which is an expense account, similar to inventory loss, but it's not the same thing. Similar, but different. We'll talk about that later. And the credit entry is inventory to reduce the value of the inventory. Uh, so debit inventory write down 
and credit uh, the inventory, some sort of narration. You also then have to go to the inventory card and record the inventory write down and the new value of the inventory, which is this uh, $700 per unit value that we came up with before. So date, memo X, and in the out column, in the out column, you're gonna record how many units, in this case, 10, 10 bikes. The cost is gonna be the reduction in the unit value of the e-bike, and that's gonna be $300. Remember, it was $1,000 cost price. We think we're gonna uh, net $700 at each now, so there's a reduction of $300. So 10 at $300, this is the out column, equals $3,000. So that $3,000 in the out column represents the inventory write down. And then you're left with the balance column. And now you've got 10 and, but they're not, they used to be $1,000, but now they're only $700. So 10 at $700 is $7,000. So the, those 10 bikes, are valued at $7,000 now, not $10,000, which was the case just a little while ago. Um, so that um, $7,000 is a more faithful representation of the value of the inventory. It's more relevant for the stock for the stakeholders. Uh, so even though it's not 100% accurate, it's more it's a more faithful representation. It's a more relevant valuation. Um, and um, the inventory card will now reflect that in the balance column, which is now $7,000, not the $10,000, which it was before. Um, that $7,000 is not 100% verifiable. It's more relevant. It's a more faithful representation of the value of the inventory, but uh, it's not 100% verifiable because think about the definition of net realizable value the word estimated is included in the definition, estimated. Estimated selling price less the estimated cost to sell the product. So it can't be 100% verifiable because it's really looking into the crystal ball. It's guessing what we think we will net for the uh, the inventory, which is now obsolete. So yes, it's not 100% verifiable, but it is much more relevant. It is more faithful representation of the value of the stock because we are taking into account the fact that the bike these e-bikes are now obsolete. Uh, so obsolescence is a major cause of this situation where we write down stock or inventory. Sometimes it's damage, of course. So it could have been that over the weekend, uh, the bikes were damaged by rain, you know, or there was a fire or something, something happened. And so the stock, the inventory was damaged or became obsolete. This is the normal reason why a stock is written down uh, for this process. So we talked about the records, the stock card, the inventory card. We talked about the um, a general journal entry. Of course, that would be posted to the ledger. You know, debit inventory write down, which is the expense credit inventory, which is the asset. Uh, now let's chat about the reports, uh, the three reports, the cash flow statement. Uh, no impact on the cash flow statement. The cash flow statement only records cash inflows and cash outflows, and this is a non-cash expense. When we did the general journal entry, did we use the word bank? No, it's a non-cash item. So there's no impact on the cash flow statement. Uh, let's think about the income statement. 
it is an expense. Inventory write-down is an expense, so it will impact the income statement. And it is presented or reported in exactly the same place. The format is the same as if it was a inventory loss. So gross profit, whatever that is, less inventory write-down. So gross profit, less inventory write-down. Uh, and you'll get an adjusted gross profit figure, which will now be lower due to the write-down. Um, and of course, profit will be reduced because of the inventory write-down. Um, so income statement, yes, it is affected. And uh, the balance sheet, well, the balance sheet is, of course, the accounting equation. Um, An inventory write-down will reduce the value of the inventory reported as a current asset. So it's more relevant, it's a more faithful representation of the value of inventory in the balance sheet. And of course, owner's equity uh, will be reduced by the reduced profit figure or the inventory write-down expense. There's no impact on liabilities. So there you go. Um, We've talked about inventory write-down, net realizable value. Think about inventory which has become damaged. Think about inventory that's become obsolete. And we now want to comply with the faithful representation with the more with providing our stakeholders with more relevant information. Uh, so good luck with learning about inventory write down and net realizable value.